Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Therapeutic Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Amber, your go-to guide for understanding the world of psychology and mental health. Today, you get the lovely, lovely honor of hearing our new co-host, Crystal, a longtime family friend. Crystal? So, I'm Crystal. Here to ask questions you're all wondering. Today, we're diving into the fascinating world of THC and its connections with mental health. That's right, Crystal. It's a complex topic, and understanding the correlation between THC and mental health is essential. Research shows that THC can have both positive and negative effects. For some individuals, it can alleviate conditions like anxiety, depression, and even PTSD. But Amber, I know a lot of our listeners might be wondering about the potential downsides of THC. Can you shed some light on that? What a great question, Crystal. Excessive or irresponsible use of THC can lead to heightened anxiety, paranoia, and cognitive impairment. So responsible use is key. Starting with a low dose and practicing mindfulness techniques can make a significant difference. Microdosing is amazing on that. Microdosing, starting off, that's what it is, starting off at a low dosage and doing that for a little bit of time here and there. Um, I would say you microdose for about like a month. Once you go from, say, maybe 20 go up five to ten milligram increments until you can get to that right dosage well, maybe that's what I need to start to do because I take too much too too much at a time and not like bits and pieces and yeah. that's why I have really bad you know outcomes and we so, both know that that's bad. Yeah, in that aspect, what I like to tell a lot of people is when you're approaching getting into the world of marijuana, whether it be medical or not, you get kind of like deer in the headlights. It's like, ooh, this whole new world. And it's, it's a little risque in that aspect because it has a negative rep. Forever, you always hear, marijuana is the gateway drug. Marijuana is this. If you do this, you're going to be a bracket. If you do this, you're going to be... And that's not the truth. It's just, that's ignorance to it. And it's a lack, you know, the lack of the education on that. But if you actually do proper research about the different strains, the different dosages, mixing them, you know, really get the backstory on it and really understand it and and do it properly treating it like medicine because it is it has wonderful benefits and it can actually save your life in a lot of ways um but a lot of people are so like "Mm, it's so new when they go to it they overindulge in it because it's like it's the same as when you uh teach your children to abstain from sex but you overdo it to the point where they're just gonna walk out and just go fuck somebody because or, oops, I gotta cut that out one two three four 
like uh, <clears throat> it's like overdoing it when it comes to teaching your children to abstain from sex teaching them that if you have sex before marriage or at a certain age that you're going to go to hell but what that does is instead it push that person to do it more because you just told me I couldn't do it and I'd be damned if I can't do it I'll fix my dude so we're gonna do it and that's what the issue with the drugs well drugs marijuana marijuana is not a drug that's that's so wrong marijuana is not a drug so much it's so important to be mindful of exploring this area and amber can you share how our listeners can stay informed and make informed choices about thc absolutely crystal I recommend consulting a healthcare provider or a therapist if you're considering using THC for mental health purposes. They can provide more personalized recommendations and help ensure that you're right on track. So, with that being said, let me give you some facts about THC. First, Crystal, I want a good laugh. Can you say what THC is? For our listeners, it is a long, long word. So I'm going to say it very slow, okay? Tetrahydrocannabinol. THC. Can you say that now? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> THC. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I got it. I got it. It's tetra, it. tetrahydrocannabinol. There you go, girl. So that is the primary psychoactive compound in cannabis. THC can have both positive and negative effects on mental health, depending on the dosage and individual factors. That would be like any pre-existing conditions like um, some kind of heart disease, schizophrenia, depression, anxiety. So it's, it's really important to know about yourself that's why I feel like if you're actually going to um, indulge in this and do it properly you're doing it in a healthy way because you want to you're all it's, it's all about healing your body so you got to learn the proper ways to because you to know self-care is the best care yes in, in proper self-care is the best care Studies have shown that responsible use of THC can help alleviate symptoms of anxiety, depression, and PTSD. And that is true. For me, myself, as a long-time, multiple-decade sufferer of uh, mental health issues, depression and anxiety, THC does help. But the most positive thing that I, I can honestly say from it is... Um, I actually started back tough when I got diagnosed with a brain tumor. I would say, like, I wouldn't be able to eat. I would be so nauseous. I, w- I would be just lethargic and not wanting to move or anything. But um, THC actually made it where I was able to eat. I was strong enough to want to get up and have a conversation and do things. And not only that, but the tumor did dissolve now it's just a cyst in its place so proper medicinal use of it 
has great benefits, but you really have to research and really take good care of yourself and really be real with yourself and not just be doing it because everyone's doing it. Because you got to remember that it it only helps for the meantime, not for a long time. Right. It's, it's a tool. You should always do shadow work, do journey walk, do therapy. You got to do more with it. Do meditation, affirmations, not just smoking it, not just uh, consuming it, whether it be an oil or an edible. You have to do more. It's just it's like exercise for your physical body, but it's for your mental body. So you have to be diligent and be smart about it. Excessive THC consumption could lead to adverse effects, including heightened anxiety, paranoia, and cognitive impairment. And that's just like not knowing the proper dosages or the proper strains for your body type and your health conditions. So that's why it's so important to get the education on what strains go for away. If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling paranoid, if you can't sleep, if your back's hurting, you got to know the particular strain. And if it's a mixed strain, you have to know all this kind of thing. So like it shouldn't be taken lightly. It should, it, you're consuming it at the end of the day you're burning your lungs off you're burning the cells of your tongue and your throat what you're doing is is a, is a kind of dangerous way to get health benefits so if you're going to do it do it smart really it's like the it. opposite it's like the opposite mm-hmm. of me when mm-hmm. I think it's going to help me it actually makes everything worse to where yeah. it makes me more paranoid and makes me hallucinate, makes me sweat, and mm-hmm. on top of the heart problems, it makes it worse to where I can't breathe, I feel like I have to throw up, mm-hmm. I'm seeing demons, so legit, and mm-hmm. it's just like, everything gets dark, and then I sleep, but then as I'm sleep, I'm still paranoid, and I think, if I go to sleep, I'm going to die. If I go to sleep, I'm not going to wake back up. It's like, because I'm taking too much, too little. Too much. Yeah, way too much. And also, it's really not going to be beneficial if you're consuming um, any kind of psychoactive drug when your psyche is not stable. So when you're depressed, if you're hurt, if you're angry, if you're lost, if you're not mentally at a point where you can say everything's fine and you go into that state, it does heighten the state that you're in. That That's all about it. That's why meditating beforehand is so important to clear the negative, the thoughts and those feelings, because you don't want to go into this place where you're connecting to your higher self and you're bringing all that with it. It, it kind of be, it, it doesn't be with the purpose. So meditation is so important. You, you want clear, you want positive. And then when you get into that, that state, that high state, that, that's your meditative full state to speak to your higher self, your inner self. That's where manifestations and affirmations really, really take off because you have nothing else in the way of you and your desires, you and your true being. 
So when you go into it, you have to really be mindful. Really, don't do it just because it's quote unquote cool. Your friends are doing it. You know, your favorite star is doing it. Somebody you like is doing it. It doesn't make sense for that. You you have a clear intention, a clear purpose, and make it make sense. And be smart about it. Right. Ask questions. Don't be afraid. Nothing's too stupid. You know, just be very, very smart. I just always recommend to practice mindfulness, meditation, deep breathing, and making sure you're around people that are safe people that can really, that you can trust, that can protect you and make sure that you're okay. You know, definitely don't do it with anybody you barely know or don't know. Uh Don't, Don't make those mistakes. Don't make those mistakes. Um, definitely consulting a health care provider or therapist for guidance in this issue is recommended, of course, in states where it's legal. In other states where it's not legal, we can talk about it. <laughs> we can talk about it. You know, we'll figure it out. But uh, is there anything else that you would like to know about, Crystal? Or say, mention, you have any stories? I do, actually. Um, I remember one time my brother gave me a cookie. It didn't tell me that it Mm. wasn't an ordinary cookie. Mm -hmm. And it was a big cookie. And he was like, hey, you want this cookie? And I'm like, yeah, like, I can't eat a cookie. Like, I want a cookie. So I took it and then I ate the whole cookie. And he just looks at me and he tells me, you'll feel it in like an hour. And I look at him and I'm like, feel what in an hour? What do you mean? What am I going to feel in an hour? When an hour hit, I saw demons and shadows and shaking in my boots. Overdosing. Yeah, it was it was bad. I was convulsing real bad. I had really bad shakes. I was sweating profusely. Um, yeah. I just had the same mentality. Like, I have to throw up. I have to throw up. And he's like, well, if you have to throw up, go throw up. And I was like, I can't. But I, I want to lay down, but I can't. I can't. I just kept saying that I can't. And my mom's like, just go lay down. You'll be fine. You're not going to die. And I was like, yeah, I am. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. So then yeah. I tried. And then I went to sleep. But then I everything was spinning. And I was still seeing demons. And after that, I was like, I'm never trusting a cookie ever again. Wow. Yeah, that that's so crazy he didn't tell you that. That is way, way too much of a dosage. Yeah, he didn't tell me that the cookie had 500 milligrams in it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, so... Did you eat it, like, in, like, a couple of bites? It, when, when, I, when I tell you that this cookie was, like... This cookie was, like... If I had to measure it, it was like five by five. It was a fat cookie, and I ate the whole cookie. My God. Yeah. So uh, I have learned my lesson, and I was tweaking so bad. I was in mid sleep, woke up, and was like, went all the way back to my mom's room and was like, hey, please check on me throughout the night. I feel like I'm going to die my god i'm so glad that nothing 
like really 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 bad happened and that you didn't die because you definitely could have because no you didn't know your tolerance like that's crazy yeah it was pretty bad and he was just laughing at me the whole time because i was tripping and i was like this is not funny like i think i'm going to fade away like um so now it's ptsd yeah now you have to those issues to do it because it's scary it was a very traumatic event that happened and i couldn't imagine what i would do in that instant and how so did anybody ask you how you were feeling did they check on you after that they checked on me when i went to sleep but when i was awake no one came in here at all i was just sitting on the edge of my bed and i was like i was on the phone with your cousin and i was like look this is what happened i don't feel too hot just stay on the phone with me until Mm -hmm. like i go to sleep just check on me ain't nobody else checking on me and i was she was talking to me and she saw me dozing off and she was like well it looks like you're falling asleep and i was like maybe but i'm I'm on the phone with you to check on me to make sure that i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. die and um i just kept i kept dozing off and dozing off like i heard her but i wasn't mentally there and she's like oh well it just looks like you need to go to sleep i'm hanging up and then she hangs she hangs up the phone on me oh but that woke me up and i was like well now like i'm tweaking even more now so then i just eventually laid down but i was afraid if i laid down i wasn't gonna get back up so yeah that was pretty traumatic and I know, and I've learned my lesson to not take what other people give me. Yes, never, ever. And if you have something and you sit it down anywhere that's not your home and you leave it for any amount of time and then come back to it, it's just not yours anymore. Let it go. Yeah, yeah. Be a drink, it could be a pizza, shit, shoot, anything don't pick it back up because it's so quick and easy to get drugs it is especially if you go out in public in a club or something you can get roofied somebody could spike your drink like anything could happen and it it can even be your your own people you know you have to watch because um i have an incident that i will talk to you about off of tape um but yeah definitely go into this mindfully please do your due diligence and research get educated um just know that the person next to you has a tolerance that you don't have be it too high or too low their tolerance is not your tolerance so what they can do you don't try to match them right you don't know what their lung capacity is you don't know how their genetic makeup is you don't know that figure it out for yourself what is good for you and say get your boundaries straight get your boundaries straight on that make sure that you are in a safe spot doing it and you're with safe people doing it and just make sure you know what you're doing when you're doing it and like I've mentioned before it only helps for the meantime but never for a long time and that's it And with that, that concludes this episode of the Therapeutic Journey podcast. And thank you, Crystal, for joining us for the first time ever. I've enjoyed your company today, and I will 
look forward to many, many, many more episodes with you. It's been great. Thank you for having me. Most welcome. Until the next time, whether it be next week or next month, whenever we get back, journey. Thank you. Thank you.